0: Coming up on BYU Basketball with Mark Pope, the Cougs are riding high after a big win over the Baylor Bears. Now it's back out on the road for a two-game swing through the Sunflower State. We'll preview K-State and KU with Coach Pope and his assistants. Coming up next on BYU TV and ESPN Plus.
1: BYU Basketball with Mark Pope. Presented by Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. All right. Good evening once
0: again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Studio C at the BYU Broadcasting Building on the Brigham Young University campus in Provo, Utah. This is The Pope Show, your weekly look inside the BYU basketball program. It's our third-to-last show of the season already, somehow, as we head down the stretch in the Big 12. Good to have you with us, both here in studio, great audience, and live and on demand via the BYU TV and BYU Radio apps and ESPN Plus. Coming up on this evening's broadcast, we have for you a look back at Tuesday night's big win over Baylor at the Marriott Center. That was a blast. We'll head inside the film room as Dallin Hall joins our Jerem Jordan for a conversation. The BYU assistant coaches will join us live in studio. We'll have Q&A for the coaches as well. A game night segment for the weekly matching of wits, some BYU basketball trivia, and look ahead to BYU's two-game Kansas road trip. To get our show underway, we welcome in the fifth-year head coach of your BYU Cougars, a man who can host a show as well as he can hoist a water cooler. More on that. Is it? Bring in Mark Hope Hello. How are you? Good to
2: see you. Good to see you.
3: I ran in here because we have a lot to talk about. He sprinted in, very excited. I can't waste any time. I'm the anti-Dallin Hall. Dallin Hall would take 45 seconds to walk from that door to here.
0: He'd kind of mosey, kind of saunter. He's saving it for the games, Yes. which is smart.
3: Uh, What do you have with you there? I have a gift for you. Oh. So this is our last dunk on cancer drop. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, this looks incredible. I know you guys are all like, what? Can we we camera this? Can we do that? If it were up to me, you you know. Look at this. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that was a good look. First of all, I don't want to embarrass you. You are a stunningly handsome man.
4: Okay? <laughs> so
3: so yeah, like we were talking about this, but it's true. Like, you're, clearly you're both very lucky. Uh, but Leanne and I were talking about this, and we're like, you know, they have these in and I'm like, nah, I can't wear it. It's just not going to look good on me. And sure enough. Like a gift from heaven.
0: So this is This is your last item. That's it. Don't cancer item. It's at the yes. BYU store. You yes, can get this is. now, right? Yes. So we had we had the socks. Yes. We had the ball cap. Yep. We had the uh, the tumbler. Who does not love the tumbler?
3: You know, actually, I heard. Uh, what is it? What is it called, Lee? Where's Lee? Over here. What is it? What?
0: It, Where she is every week. Stanley. Stanley, Cup. So
3: apparently now, Stanley, so this is the good news, okay? We were a couple weeks ago, we dropped the Tumblr, which is a a knockoff Stanley, which (laughs) every human being loves, okay? And then, like a week later, we kind of joked about, like, well, it's not really a Stanley, and so maybe that's not as good. But then we, uh, you might have to bleep this, but apparently Stanley is under some lawsuit about there being aluminum in the cups or whatever, and these are not that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're better. These are the, the good cups. <laughs> so you could go get a
3: Stanley or you could go get a BYU Dunk-on Cancer tumbler
0: and be healthy. Yeah. Yes. Just, just for the record. We can't live bleep anything, all right? right. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) say whatever you want, people, let's go. All right, so yes, uh, the fourth of four items. And all
3: the proceeds go to? They go to the Simmons Center for Cancer Research, and uh, which is an incredible organization here on BYU. That is, all that money goes to students grant aid to do incredible research towards curing cancer. And it is awesome, guys, and the gear is awesome, and you can look swaggy, you can drink swaggy, you could keep your toes warm, swaggy, <laughs> uh, all while uh, helping find a cure for cancer. It, and it's our students that are doing it here at BYU. The money's going directly to them. And it's, it's massively important, uh, as we all know, it's touching off. So, and so keep up the fight, guys. Uh, lend a hand. Um, and that's where all the money's going.
0: Well, thank you for this. I'm going to bring it on the Kansas trip yeah. this right, weekend. Cool. I love all that. Right. Okay. All right. At the end of a long day of work, approaching the end of a busy week, Coach Pope's brain is always a buzz. So we like to explore his headspace and ask the question, as we do at the start of every show, what is on Mark's mind? By the way, I did address the idea of jazzing up the music. It hasn't well, happened yet. Well, yeah. it's, it's going to
3: have to be <laughs> in it. next year. Yeah. You know, we've got to give you something to come back next year for. Yeah. Uh, yes, but it's got a nice kind of country. I think it's soothing. Relax. I kind of like yes, it. it is. Yeah. Uh, you said my mind is a buzz, And it made me think, yeah, my mind is like, buzzing with constant chaos. It right? is. Uh, I, I, I actually was super excited to present that. And then I do have some good news. I don't know if Hem is aware. but So um, Leanne and I uh, were um, just shutting down the house last night around 11 o'clock, and I get a FaceTime call from Spencer Johnson.
0: Have people know where this is going. From
3: the hospital. <laughs> And uh, so, if you know his incredibly wonderful, uh, talented, beautiful wife, Izzy, um, is due, and so they're in the hospital, but they, they you know, they were thinking uh, she had started contractions a little bit, and then I got a call from him this morning, and things were going splendidly. And Leanne is so nervous. I'm going to say the wrong thing right now. <laughs> Like, Leanna's leaning forward. If you look at her, she's leaning forward. She's like, oh, please. And then it was during practice. The guys were had an unbelievable practice day, totally dialed in, fighting like crazy. And Spence, of course, is not there because he's got more important things going on. And on my phone, I got a text and I never noticed it, but I just noticed it was a text from Spencer. And so we stopped practice, all the guys sweaty and grimy, and we FaceTimed right there. And when he jumped on, he was holding his newborn son.
0: Let's go.
4: Look at that.
3: That's it. I love everything about that picture. In American uh, Fork Hospital, um, labor and delivery room number three. Oh, oh, oh. Scratch that. You did not hear me say that.
0: This is the part where you're giving out
1: more details than Leanne would like you to.
3: Leanne is like, what are you doing? Everything was good until that point. I always do too much. I go too far. Um, But everyone's super happy, super healthy. And I just think about. I think about the BYU college experience, OK? And I do think it's an experience for our students and our alumni who had a chance to go to this incredible university like none other. And if I was going to sum that up in just a few words, I'd, think about, I'd, I'd talk about Spencer Johnson, who on Monday went to his final classes. He's in his final semester here at BYU. On Tuesday, he beat 11-ranked Baylor in front of 18,000 people in the Marriott Center. On Thursday, he, he and his wife delivered their first son. And on Saturday, he's going to be at Kansas State playing a big time game. That's a pretty good <laughs> That's week, a good week. <laughs> But it, it was a super fun moment. It's, it's something special about a team. So, and we don't get to experience this every day. And so we, uh, when so he sent me the text. We Facetime right up, and I'm holding the phone up here, and all the guys are gathered around, like I said, in full sweat. <laughs> and we were waiting and waiting. And finally, Spencer pops up on the screen holding his son. The guys went crazy. It was actually a beautiful moment. It's pretty special.
0: I am told now. This is February 22nd today, right? I am told the baby was born at 2:22 on 2:22. He
3: was born at 2:22 on 2:22. <laughs> I think he's eight pounds.
0: 0.25 ounces we're just gonna call him deuce that'll be his nickname for us. Yeah Well Spencer's number is 20. There we go.
3: And so it, it all it all ties in perfectly it's, it's actually really 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 beautiful. That
0: is so cool and uh, wow tremendous planning to get this uh, to have the baby Be born the day before you leave for a road trip so we can actually go play basketball. On the I'm weekend. telling
3: you this Izzy Johnson is she's incredible like this, she could do this in exactly the right window,
0: <laughs> perfect time frame.
4: I, I, I,
3: <laughs> I, as if we could love her anymore. <laughs> and I just think about Spence right now. So, and and like uh, all of us that have been so blessed to, to um, you know, have children. So Spence is like Spence for the first time in his life is sitting in a hospital room right now with his wife holding his son and there's nothing better in the world. And then on, on Saturday, you know, 48 hours from now, he gets to play his first uh, big time, big time, big 12 game with tons of things online as a father. Mm-hmm. Like that's just crazy. It's pretty special, it's wonderful.
0: Awesome, two days after a game and two days before a game, he becomes a father. That is tremendous. So the Baylor game, you already referenced it. Uh, what a tremendous. And we'll look at highlights here in a little bit. But, uh, you think about his son, man, up in, up
3: in heaven waiting to come down here watching
0: his dad hoop against <laughs> Baylor on
3: Tuesday. He was like, that's my guy! I'm I, going, right? I've got that's to experience Marion Center magic what? before too long.
0: Yes. Uh, one of the things I like most about BYU wins is what we get to see and hear about after the win when you get to enjoy it with your guys. Yep. And uh, we're going to pop up some, some, uh, some video for our viewers and those here. In st- this is what it looked like after the Baylor win. There you come in. I'm not sure who you tried to hit. I'm not sure you hit anybody, but you came in with the cooler and you were, uh, you were ready to roll. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we had been, we had been uh, having dry celebrations for the last several games, and it was just time. It was time. Time, to, t- time to get a little bit wet, and it was delightful. Uh, um, and you guys can all ask Coach Fanella about this, but everybody was in the mosh pit. And then afterwards, we're celebrating. And Coach Vanell had been hiding around the corner and came around the corner totally dry. <laughs> so we'll take care of that about take care of that at the right moment. But uh, it just was uh, it was it was really really great great night for our guys. Great and, night for Cougar Nation. And
0: you, you wonder well, geez, how, how does how does Coach Pope get a water cooler? Well, here's exactly. So yeah, Ali, nice job. Then you're like, I gotta take a lid off and I gotta bring some water. Water it's bottles a, were not going to do the trick. No, they just I, that's just Coach carrying a water cooler. That's just he's, gonna, <laughs> <laughs> he's just going <laughs> to. Oh, I love it. That's fantastic. And by the way, I, I told you on the post game, postgame, you did a nice job of staying dry yourself.
3: Yes, I was, I was a slightly less wet. But the thing is, usually um, when I come in, it's just, it just becomes an automatic mosh pit. But when you have the water cooler, it's like the parting of the Red Sea. <laughs> and so it's, uh, uh, the best defense is a good offense, yes, I believe. Yes, that was you. And it certainly was in this case.
0: Well, the game that preceded, the locker room precipitation was uh, BYU versus Baylor. Uh, Cougs were going for the season split with the Bears two nights ago. Highlights and stats presented by Intermountain Health. And we're going to look at uh, some individuals that played a part in this big team win. Ali Khalifa. What a night. 14-7-7 uh, points, rebounds, and an assists. No turnovers. His first turnover-free game in the Big 12. A block of steal. He was a plus 13 in 28 minutes of play. He was tremendous, as always.
3: You think about Ali. You think about these numbers, 14-7-7-0-1-1. Like, that's an incredible game. And it's just beautiful to have him back. You know, he, he was so, so sick. And then even when he kind of struggled back onto the court, he was fitting. He's just starting to feel better now. And man, he's a difference maker on our team, for sure. Ali Khalifa. I'm telling you, the way he shot it, like, it was it was really fun, and he was having fun. I think for it was one of the first nights he was like, give me another three! <laughs> We've been fighting all week to get him to play inside the three-point line, and he said, forget about it, man. I'm going to go shoot.
0: Those four threes, the most he's made as a BYU Cougar. Then there's Noah Waterman. Yep. He made the first three of the night, and I actually, looking back, it was an important one it for you. It was
3: him. really, really important because we had, we had got a bunch of good shots and earned a bunch of second possessions, and then Noah finally kind of broke the lid off, and... Uh, Noah's playing incredible basketball um, as a cutter, as a shooter. He's probably our most consistently, our number one defensive player on the team, most versatile. He's been great on the boards. He's playing great basketball.
0: Now we're seeing Spence. He had a 6, 9, and 3, 9 rebounds on this night yeah. and a team high plus 13 for yeah. you as well. Yeah,
3: yeah, he was he was really special. You know, it's been really fun to watch our guards become more and more confident, being aggressive in high-pressure situations, playing on their toes more than on their heels. And Spence has been a leader in that area.
0: Jackson Robinson, game high, 16 points, 13-game three-point streak, beautiful block shot. He's now 90%, by the way, at the free-throw line after going 4-for-4 yeah. down the stretch.
3: It is a gift. To have a guy that's just like, yep, just throw him the ball so they can foul him and go to the free throw line, you just know you're getting two points. He's been spectacular. And the more and more he plays with force, which he certainly did mm. in this game, I mean, his ceiling is so high. Love that play. That touch yeah. and that rim. I know it. Great thanks to the Marriott Center crew <laughs> for softening up those rims because that was really tuning important. tuning the
0: rim. Uh, Dallin Hall. He yep. goes seven points, five rebounds, seven yep. assists, only a single turnover, uh, 31 minutes to play. He's had three or more helpers in 17 straight games now. He's third in the league in assist to turnover and fifth in the league in assists per game.
3: Yeah, you know, you think about you're playing the number 11 team in the country, in a, in a high high profile game an energetic gym in and in a, in a pressure situation come after coming off a not a great performance by us and for him to go seven and one as a sophomore guys he's not even done with his sophomore year and the numbers he's putting up are incredible how about this sophomore yeah yeah richie saunders Woo-hoo. richie was terrific i mean richie was he richie is one of the top finishers in the league uh and and that's his straw that he worked on all summer long literally named after Julian Strother hmm. comes up with the biggest defensive play of the game and really played a perfect game until the very end when he whiffed that layup. But otherwise <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> and you talk about a sophomore playing elite level basketball. It's Richie Saunders.
0: Then you get Trevin Nell. His first game with three or more threes since the UCF game a month ago. Uh, he had 13 points in 30 minutes. Yeah. And,
3: and Trev is Trev is. Uh, Please show the end of this. Yep, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He Trev did it. doesn't get to do that very often. <laughs> uh, Trev is. Um, you talk about a player that's transformed his game in, in terms of being aggressive off the bounce. Oh he's been he's been awesome for us that way
0: then you get foos yeah. he's been 50 percent or better from the yeah. field in 10 of his last 11 games yeah. now you know
3: it's interesting uh, right when the game got to a, a, a turning point they started to go really aggressive ball screen defense almost trapping the ball screen ball handler and foos immediately went to a short roll game it was bucket assist bucket and and really was like you know baylor kind of reached out their pocket to find something to change the tempo of the game and foos said nope i'm not gonna let it happen i know what to do here and he was spectacular in important moments in the game,
0: and important that you had only seven turnovers in this game—a 20 and seven assist to turnover—and uh, you know Baylor, when they usually outshoot a team, they beat that team. That yes. was not the case on this night. Yeah, the, this this
3: turnover number has been huge for us all season. I'm really proud of our guys.
0: Fantastic, Dallin Hall. By the way, we mentioned Dallin over his last 17 games, at least three helpers in all of them. Um, he's had uh, one or zero turnovers. In seven of his last eight games, so good. And he's by any measure uh, one of the top point guards in the best basketball conference in the country. And tonight he joins our Jerem Jordan inside the film room. Enjoy.
2: Coming off the Oklahoma State last day, that was a tough one. How did you summon that performance against a very good team?
5: I thought we just got back to ourselves. Um, You know, the end of UCF and Oklahoma we started to slip away from those defensive principles that have made us a great team all year long. And so the coaches did a great job of preparing us for this uh, really good o- offensive team in Baylor. And I thought we had a great practice the day before and then we really came out and executed on the defensive end.
2: It was a huge win, man. Let's talk about some plays. You get a deflection, you race up the floor. and mean, knock down a three in transition.
5: Yep. so here, you know, they're setting a lot of ball screens all night. We look for opportunities to help out and then Spencer Johnson in transition, he's lethal and finds me on the break. It's just a great pass by him. He's uh he's really good in transition.
2: The crowd is going crazy. <laughs> Sell out, yeah, the NBA NFL guys in the crowd. What's it like to play in a game like that?
5: It's fun. Um I don't think there's any atmosphere like it in college hoops. I don't think a lot of people understand it till they play in it, like Baylor coming in, you can hear about it, but you don't know until you're out there
2: playing in front of that crowd, so we love having them at our back. Jalen Bridges was very complimentary. He said, hey, it's up there with Kansas and Texas Tech, so reppin', Cougar Nation, reppin'. Okay, on this one, there's an offensive rebound that gets batted out, and you go on a line drive to the bucket.
5: Yeah, so um, we're super big on offensive rebounding, this principle called wedging, and it just happened to fall in my lap. We have such great shooters that you can't help, right? So. They make my job really easy as a point guard, both in finding guys and then you know, the defense has to pick their poison, stay out or help.
2: Offensive rebounds, 16, second chance points, 20. That was huge in this game.
5: Super big uh, and that's things that we can control a lot of times is our effort, our discipline and sticking with our principles. And so I thought we did a great job in executing on those fronts.
2: Okay, when you find Richie under the bucket, this dude finishes. It's like 80% at the rim, he's money.
5: No, he's, uh, he's ridiculous. Like, if he catches it in there, it's almost sprint back to the other side, which I kind of did. <laughs> you would <had> start it already. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, uh, Richie's a fantastic player. He's really crafty underneath the rim, and there's just so many things he does for us, um, for this team that you can see out there on the court and that you don't see as well. He's, just, he's huge for us.
2: Okay, under two minutes to go, leads five, need a bucket. This is like a triple screen, Jax flares. You find him and read kind of how he's using the screen. He knocks down a huge three.
5: Huge. He's like Big Shot Bob, man. That's what we're going to start calling (laughs) Jax. He loves those big shots.
2: Big Shot Rob, baby.
5: Oh, there we go. Okay. Big Shot Rob. Now, this is a great read by him. He sees right here, if we pause it, uh, his defender goes under and... Don't go under Jackson Robinson. You can't, you gotta know the scout. And Ali sets a great screen. And then his footwork is huge, like this is a thing a lot a lot of guys notice, but he's able to get his feet under him, create space, and hit a huge shot. And that's something he works on a lot there's not a lot of dudes that shoot as many shots as Jackson Robinson, so he's a big time player because of the work he puts in.
2: That's a long pass from you, by the way. Yeah. In the shooting pocket to give him a shot to go up quick.
5: I got the easy job, just find the shooters. It's (laughs) not that easy, it's hard, come
2: on now. That was a huge win, now you get a couple days rest, but hey, at Kansas State, round two, you guys are 2-0 in the second game against the team. That was an emotional one. You held on at the end, and uh, now you go to a tough place in K-State to try to get another win.
5: Right. Yeah, it's the nature of this league, right? It's not like, whew, you take a breath. Um, We just got to gear up. They're a really good team, well-coached, have a lot of playmakers on their team, but we feel confident in what we're able to do when we execute our game
2: plan, and so we're going to prepare for them and go in there with confidence and try and get that W. Okay, good luck in Kansas uh, at Kansas State, and then I heard there's another game after that, but are just taking it one game at a time.
5: One at a time, one at a time. Thanks, Don. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. All
0: right, thanks, Hall and Jerem Jordan. And as we break, your reminder that your day-to-day Cougar sports play-by-play happens on BYU Sports Nation with Jerem and Spencer Linton. Weekdays at noon Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. When we come back, Coach Pope's right-hand men join the show. Stay with us as BYU basketball Mark continues.
1: BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is presented by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years, and Intermountain Health, official medical provider for BYU Athletics.
0: Welcome back
1: to BYU Basketball with...
0: Well, the BYU coaching family got bigger by one in the offseason. A fourth assistant added to the staff. And tonight we've got the new guy and the rest of the assistants joining us live in Studio C. Please welcome in this week's special guests, Cody Feger, Nick Robinson, Cahill Fennell, and Colin Terry.
3: Hello.
4: <laughs> um, What's up, man? <laughs> good to see you. How you doing? Uh, Coach Terry. Hey. Hello.
0: How are you? How are good you? Good to, good see, to you. see you. Yeah, thanks for being here. All of you. All right. So last week, Coach,
4: the, uh, Sorry, the, just...
0: the four walk-ons came on perfectly matching <laughs> in sweatsuits. And not that we need that from you guys, yeah. but let's speak to the individual fashion sense of each of these guys.
3: Oh, <laughs> that is a long conversation. <laughs> I would like to skip over the fashion because the one thing they're very coordinated all wearing BYU gear. I love that.
0: It's <laughs> the most important thing. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I also also
3: stunningly handsome. Guys, for sure, right? Unbelievable.
0: Is there a rating for that nationally? There should be. If there's not, (laughs) yes. Yeah.
3: And then the best thing is, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I love seeing these guys in full makeup right now. It is, (laughs) it is, it is is beautiful. If they look great, uh, is please tell me Sarah's here somewhere. Is she? She's not. Oh. Getting Coach Fennell and makeup is not an easy task. So this is
0: awesome. You guys look great. By the way, before we get going with these guys, uh, why are there four this year? What
3: happened? Um, So uh, there's a rule change, actually, uh, in the NCAA that you could have six coaches on the floor, Uh, designated six coaches. And so um, we uh, were trying to expand and grow. And so we we were really blessed to to bring on Colin Terry. He's doing an incredible job
0: for us. Awesome having you, Colin, by the way. We'll do this again. Uh, If we could head down the line a little bit, um, if I could ask each of you guys to maybe describe if you have a specialty in your uh, coaching specialty that you bring to the team, something that Coach Pope's uh, kind of uh, tasked you with, that's kind of your thing, if you will. Coach Fieger.
4: Um, this year, I would say my specialty, my thing this year is, um, would be recruiting, and
1: I would guess offensive game plan for every game. Okay, Coach Robinson. Yeah, I'd like to think that uh, being a jack of all trades, uh, um, you know, being able to assist in everything, right, in whatever's needed to help us be successful. Coach
0: Fennell. Sounds pretty important. (laughs) It's not. It's not.
6: Absolutely. Defense and uh, player development. Okay. And College Terry.
7: Yeah, I think uh, similar to to Coach Robinson over here, just trying to help out with with everything as, as much as possible, but also player development as well so
3: so these guys are super modest okay so so it, uh, Cody is the director of our offensive side of the ball which is currently the number seven offense in the entire country right which is super impressive what he's doing there um, Nick is essentially the head coach of the team and that's no stretch the imagination. he's taking on all the. it really is true he's taking on all the head coaching responsibilities and job of organization and running everything kill has taken over the yeoman's task of the defensive side of this ball which has been spectacular this year and then we have our rookie, Colin Terry, who is actually doing everything for us. But they're an unbelievable staff. They're really good.
0: So how would you describe, uh, Cody, a coaching family compared to your real family? Oh. Uh, the staff
4: I'm talking about. I would, say, yeah. I would say I see my staff more than I see the family. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's uh, like it's a special relationship with, with everyone we have this year. Um, you know, we spend so much time traveling, um, putting practice plans together, game plans together, um, you know, player development, spending time just talking about all of our players. Um, it's just it, it's, it, it. You know, we like to crack jokes a lot, which is fun, especially CT over there. CT is always <laughs> cracking jokes. Um, no, but we, we, we love to spend time together um, because we're all at it to win. And uh, uh, great group of guys right here. I love love spending time with them. Same thing for you, Coach
1: Robinson. Yeah, I think it's been fantastic to be able to learn from one another, uh, to be able to uh, understand uh, what makes one another tick, um, uh, to be able to help each other out uh, when uh, inside jokes or frustrations or uh, incredible opportunities come for us to be able to assist uh, our guys to be great. And so that communication has been really, really fun, Um, you know, kind of in the basketball family. Uh, You know, as it compares to our regular family, there's a lot more inside jokes going (laughs) on uh, here than maybe at the house. Coach Fennell, (laughs) how
0: important is it that you guys be tight as a group that way? I think it's massive, you know, to
6: coach both these guys' points. I mean, we spend so much time together, and if we're not tight, if we're pulling in different directions, it can make it hard. Uh, From a professional standpoint, just from your peace of mind standpoint, um, obviously when you spend so much time together during the week, during the year, um, those times add up, and and it can get, you know, burdensome. It can be really, really difficult, and if you're not spending it with people that you trust and people that you like and you enjoy
0: their company, it can make for a long year. And Coach Terry, as the new guy to the group, how quickly was it that you felt assimilated into this uh, unique combination of, of uh, talents and uh, approaches?
7: Yeah, I mean, I, I felt it pretty quickly. Um, I, I can't think these guys enough, and, and Coach Pope as well. They've, they've been so supportive and helpful to me, you know, just transitioning uh, into college. College is a different game, different uh, situation there. And so, um, man, I've learned and grown a ton just in the short time that I've been here.
0: So, Coach Terry joined the staff, and as a welcoming gift for him, you gave him a trip to Europe.
3: Yes, yes. <laughs> him and Nate. So, Colin, <laughs> Colin, Colin, Colin uh, got staff. What was it? A couple days before yeah. we left, right?
7: Yeah, like 48 hours. And which <laughs>
3: was spectacular. He came to us from the professional ranks, where he'd, he'd done an unbelievable job. And even more incredible was Nate Austin, is our director of basketball operations. So he had to plan the entire trip, and we officially got him on board 48 hours before we left. And so there's a lot of details in there, but it was fun to have those guys. And it was actually a great, it, this trip wasn't just a great experience for our players, but it was a great experience for our staff to really grow together.
0: Uh, if you had to, uh, uh, a signature word or phrase of Coach Popes that you could identify That's in a heartbeat. Pressure. Coach Fieger.
4: Um, you know, any time a guy makes a big play or does something like that, I always think of this Trevin Nell or something. <laughs> yeah. This fill in the blank, yeah, this. right? Yeah,
0: yeah uh, <laughs> I like it, yeah. Coach Robinson.
1: Um, it, it, it might be a different adjective, but uh, he'll go very high pitched, right? <laughs> this is amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jerry
0: Coach Vanell. <Seinfeld> fin- like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and I can hear it when you're saying it, by the way. I can hear it in my head. <laughs> yeah, has been waiting for this moment.
6: Uh, <laughs> uh, probably super. Everything's everything's super fun. Ali like, <laughs> heard his back. Oh, super fun. Great.
3: That's great. <laughs> super fun.
6: <laughs> Doesn't sound that great, but
7: everything's <laughs> super. So yeah. Coach Terry. Very energetic about everything. So yeah, that's that's the best way I feel like. No word that he says. Oh, word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> jeez where do I begin uh,
0: I don't know I'd have to think about that one okay you, you got time uh, as you kind of assess your, your your assistants gifts and what they bring to your group I mean how important is it to to what you're trying to accomplish as kind of the figurehead of the program what these gentlemen do uh, with you
3: it's been it's, I'm super blessed it's been brilliant because I've actually stepped away from so many things where it's just these guys like um, and so I, I can actually step away and focus on some of the things that probably only I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to do just because of the position and then leave so much of the real work that goes into winning these guys and just the trust has been beautiful. I, I'm, I'm really blessed with an incredible staff that I trust and they're doing unbelievable things like what they've done this year has been spectacular.
0: We still have a lot of games to go yet in this season. Coach Fieger. if you could, uh, to this point in the season, maybe describe for on behalf of your, of your colleagues here what your guys have accomplished as a team
4: so far to this point. I mean, um, we've kind of been underdog throughout the whole year and, um, you know, uh, the, my favorite thing that we've done is just like we've been just tough and nasty in just about every single game this year. Um, you know, everybody talks about us defensively, how tough we are this year, rebounding wise, um, and then offensively, just us, us sharing the ball. So just how aggressive and decisive we've been. Um, yeah, there's been so many great things that I've really enjoyed this year with this team.
0: And a quick hitting sense, same thing for you, Coach Robinson. What kind of sticks out to you right now? At this yeah, point?
1: I think what sticks out is really the connectedness of our guys. Um, and their willingness to accept the challenges that we present to them um, day in and day out, week in and week out. Um, but you know, this summer, we really challenged them to take ownership of the team uh, and be better leaders. And they've been through their ups and downs, but they're continuing to grow and grow and grow in that process. So that's been really, really fun to see.
0: Can I get a few seconds from the two of you as well before the break on that? I
6: just think the way they've continued to exceed expectations, right? I think, you know, Coach Fieger made the point where, you know, expectations weren't necessarily the highest in the conference or nationally. And I think the way they've continued to fight and, and fight through all of that and, and really kind of prove themselves to be the, the, the team that they are has, has surprised me at some times, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been really special. Coach Terry.
0: Yeah, I think
7: coachability. Uh, the most coachable group I've ever been around. So it's been really fun to watch and be a part of it.
0: All right, we got a lot more with these guys coming up. Coming up, some fun and games with these coaches as we continue on BYU basketball. Mark Hunt. Siegfried <laughs> and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. All right, for tonight's game night segment, we are tuning to the wheelhouse for these assistants. They're all young men. Uh, the 90s were their growing up decade. I think it's fair to say. So tonight, with the help of some AI-generated images, we're going back to the 90s to test the assistant's knowledge of pop culture.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm this.
0: <laughs> All right. These guys are thrilled and ready. All right, uh, here's the deal. We're going to show you an image, OK, generated by AI. So it could be a little, little, uh, little maybe, um, require some mind-expanding thought. Um, And then it'll be a clue to a pop culture representation of that era of the 90s We're gonna start with you coach figure, so check out the monitor, and this is your first clue This is your clue to something from the 90s. What does this represent? What? Hmm Oh, it's a film it's a film from the 90s What kind of sandwich do you think we're talking about here? What kind of sandwich do you think that might be looking at it?
6: Are we together on this? No, we're going to go with Coach figure but you can help him if he needs some you help. You can steal. Yeah, I got <laughs> Brad
0: Pitt's
4: in it. Fight Club?
0: There we go. Fight Club. Uh, it there are club sandwiches. There you go. <laughs> there are club sandwiches. Nice, there we go. Cahill Cahil is all over it. All right. Uh, for Coach Robinson, this is your AI clue. Hmm. It's a film from the nineties. Titanic. Why? I don't know. That's what somebody just said. (laughs) Good. Oh, Rose and I see I see Jack. I see Jack and Rose in the water. Titanic. Titanic, it might be. (laughs)
4: Yes, indeed. Yes.
0: Coach Fennell, you get number three. Hmm. Red Hot Chili Peppers? This is a band. There we go. Red, Hot Red Hot Chili Peppers? Red Hot Chili Peppers. No problem. There, really Nicely really done. Really okay? That's, uh, Coach Terry, you're a uh, crack at it. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump would be the answer here. Yes. Thank you for the easy yeah. <laughs> You never know what AI is going to come up with. All right, uh, back to Coach Feger. Ooh, this is... Uh, Oh, it's Ooh. a rapper.
4: Beats by Dre. Mm. Dr. Dre. He's got two backpacks. Ooh, two. Oh, two. yeah. You're saying
0: two and. You said two? Tupac? Oh, is it Tupac? Tupac, yeah. It is Tupac! <laughs> 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 Tupac. Yeah. Okay, uh, back to Coach, Coach Robinson. It's a film One from the, the '90s. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. I think. Oh, it does. There we go. Nice. Okay. Nice. Some are easier than others. All right. Uh, next for Coach Fennell. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Okay. Gotta be Happy Gilmore, right? Nice. Okay, nice. Hey, we're speeding this yeah. up. We're getting good at this. <laughs> you never know with the AI. All right, and then we go to Coach Terry. End of the road here. Oh, Ready. Radiohead. Radiohead, the band Radiohead. Very
4: good. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: Shh, up there. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah, oh, great. Really good. <laughs> they're, they're winning the game so far. Uh, okay, our last, our last set of four clues. We'll start with uh, with Coach Feeger. Hmm. This is. Uh, I see Seattle. Nirvana. Hey, well, go with your thoughts. Nirvana. 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 Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. Nice. Well done. Yes. <laughs> Back to Coach Robinson. I like this one. I like this is my favorite one from rehearsal, by the way. No, a sitcom from the 90s. There's some clues here going on. Sitcom. Yeah,
1: Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Fresh
0: Prince of Bel Air for sure. Yes. So what got me was the was the Philly cheesesteak, but of course Will Smith Philly the whole thing, and so that uh, they threw the cheesesteak in there. Worked for me. Uh, Next to Coach (laughs) Fennell.
6: Hmm. Oh, Wu Tang Clan.
0: Uh, Wu Tang Clan. Yes, that would be correct. Well done. uh, The Tang helped me out on that one, I must admit. And then finally, (laughs) finally for Coach Terry. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Yeah, we're gonna go. Thank you for the easy (laughs) (laughs) one. It just turned out that way for Coach Terry. All right. Well done, guys. guys. Flying colors, all of you. You know, you're not you're not limited to simply X's and O's. Clearly, broader thinkers, so it was well done. Uh, how about a hand for our assistants, by the way, on that. Very- All right, when we come back, more questions. It's time from the audience. Q&A for the coaches. BYU Basketball with Mark Pope continues right after this.
1: BYU Basketball with Mark Pope is presented by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. And Intermountain Health, official medical provider for BYU Athletics.
0: Welcome back to BYU Basketball with Mark Hope. Just, uh, just two more shows after tonight. We're getting near the end of it. Let's get to tonight's Q&A segment presented by Ken Garf. We hear you. We have a mic here in the studio. We have people at the mic. And we're going to ask these people to to say their names and then ask a question of our assistant coaches tonight. Sir. Yeah, uh, Eric Kearns. Uh,
6: Just wondering who's been drawing up the uh, after timeout plays. We've gotten like three like wide open layups on ATOs in the last game. Just wondering who's.
4: He's in the audience over there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, by the way, we should know. Uh, Coach Pope was with us. Uh, he didn't just bail. He's actually sitting in the crowd with his wife right now. He just wanted to see you guys kind of be stars of the show right now. So he's still with us. Uh, there he is. Hi, Coach. How you doing? <laughs> 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 but as, as someone uh, – he kind of called you the offensive coordinator, if you will. Uh, as someone that uh, is working, as you all are together, how important are those ATO plays or baseline out-of-bounds plays, things that are you know, set pieces, so to speak?
4: Yeah, I mean, if it can get us a quick two points or three points, I mean, it's – it's everything it can change the game as we know it's you got to win by just one so it's it's everything it means a lot and gives our guys a ton of confidence
0: how satisfying is it when you see a play the way it's drawn up exactly executed the way it's drawn up Mm -hmm. nothing's better
4: isn't it awesome awesome? yeah it's it's a great feeling yeah
0: okay our next question go ahead your name and the question for the coaches yeah my name is uh connor talbot and i have a question for some
6: of you guys before you um, come all the way here to um, your BYU fans or something like that. I have a, what were your guys' um, player performance during basketball before you have your own performance and stuff like that? Where did you, use
1: Where did you, play? Where did you guys use to play as my other question? Yeah.
4: So my career ended after college, I mean after high school, so I, I finished after high school.
1: Yep, yeah, I was
6: fortunate to play at Stanford University. I played at the University of Redlands in Southern California.
7: And I played a little juco basketball, so. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> we have time for one more question. Your name and a question for the coaches.
6: OK, um, my name is Jamie, and I have a question for all of you guys. What did you get your wives for Valentine's Day?
0: <laughs> that was uh, eight days ago. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. Co- Cody? Uh, we got a new um, not washing machine. What do we get? <laughs> <laughs> what, what did we get? A new I dishwasher, new dishwasher, that's what we got. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: um, I was able to take uh, my wife, uh, uh, her favorite drink to work, and then also got her um, uh, a nice card and some flowers.
4: Oh, I got flowers.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> take it back with the flowers. flowers. <laughs> Coach Fennell.
6: <laughs> I don't want to lie, we, we honestly did. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
6: we honestly didn't get each other anything. Her, sorry. So we hold on. So we got Christmas. We Christmas her birthday is the twenty-seventh. I just felt like I. There's, there's a lot going on. Uh, we we kind of missed. It. We missed it this year. We missed it. It was my fault. We missed it.
7: Um, I got my girlfriend roses and a bear. So.
0: <laughs> um,
7: a stuffed bear or a live bear? Uh, no, stuffed bear. A stuffed thankfully. bear.
0: Good to know. Yeah. No, no, no. Maybe she's an outdoorsy person. You never know. <laughs> All right. Uh, good answers, guys. Uh, let's go to one more question. This one's a trivia question. As we go to break, this is this week's and one trivia question. BYU basketball has been ranked in the AP Top 25 poll for 13 consecutive weeks. So the question is, how many weeks is BYU's longest poll streak ever? The answer coming up next as BYU basketball with Mark Pope continues. Stay with us. With Mark Pope, here's tonight's trivia question. How many weeks long is BYU's longest poll streak because they've been in it for 13 consecutive weeks? And the answer here is 31. Back in the day, 1979 80 to 1981, it was a 31 week run for BYU in the polls. Let's now get to Know the Foe, presented by Octo Health. Decode your DNA, design your destiny, taking a look at the next foe. It's the Kansas State Wildcats. We'll show you some uh, facts about the school on the screen. Let's talk a little basketball, though, about this team. Uh, We'll start with Coach Feger. You beat these guys a couple weeks back at your place, 72 to 66. Uh, They rallied, made it interesting. Uh, Just uh, initial thoughts on, on getting a team for the second time in two weeks.
4: Yeah, so um, yesterday we started on a little personnel, kind of getting, getting our guys, you know, familiar. we played three games since then. So, um, you know, uh, we got to get back to our keys with this Kansas State team. Um, for us, we've got to um, really guard our yard. they got three really outstanding guards that can really make plays, get to the paint, shoot the ball, uh, can really score it. Um, another one we've got to really – um, rebound this basketball, uh, Coach Fenella talks about a combat zone. And then our third thing is transition defense. So they do three things at a really high level. And we got to take those away during this game.
0: Coach Robinson, recollections of the first game with these guys?
1: You know, it was a real battle. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, our guys have continued to do consistently is to battle night in and night out. So, uh, we want to make sure that we're, uh, really forceful offensively and do a great job of sharing the basketball and come out and have some fun.
0: Coach Vanell, how, how how much does does Tuesday's win help you in in uh, in you know mindset and confidence for the weekend here?
6: Well, hopefully it kind of reestablishes in our guys' mind just like what it takes to be successful and win. Right? It's not just the flash stuff. It's not just making jump shots. Um, there's some foundational things that we do on both ends of the floor uh, that really translate to winning. And hopefully that kind of re kind of registers in their mind and, and they can really kind of lean on that moving forward. And not just for Kansas State, but for the following game on Tuesday and Saturday after that. So um, there's some there's some you know baseline pieces that it takes to win, and, and I think we established that a little bit on Tuesday, and hopefully we can take that forward.
0: And Coach Terry, this is second straight Saturday. You go out on the road to play an early game, a noon tip, or one o'clock tip there, but noon mountain time. Can you take anything from the Oklahoma State experience and, and maybe use it beneficially here on the weekend at K-State?
7: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is just to make sure we come out and take the fight to them. You know, we're, we're the tougher, more energetic team from the get-go, and, I think if we approach it that way, we're, we're going to be in a really good situation throughout the game.
0: BYU and K-State, we'll take a look at the broadcast details for this one. It is Saturday at 2 o'clock Eastern time, noon Mountain time, 1 o'clock there in Manhattan at Bramlage Coliseum. It's an 11,000-seat building. It was opened in 1988, BYU and K-State. So the Cougars never played there in that building. They were last in Manhattan back in 1973. So BYU and K-State, those are your broadcast details. Let's talk a little bit about the next one. I know you're one game at a time, but this is part of a two-game swing uh, as you'll play Kansas State and then Kansas uh, Coach Fieger will be in back with you. Um, you know, Fog Allen Fieldhouse and, and the name itself, Kansas—it's all kind of legendary. Um, just to maybe uh, thought about heading to Lawrence for what should be a, a massive matchup next Tuesday.
4: Yeah, um, this is one of the, one of the places I've never been, so I'm excited to go there. You know, where basketball started, Fog Allen Fieldhouse—that's what everyone talks about. And um, you know, I think we got a group that will be ready to go and, and
1: play there. I, I'm really excited to go. Coach Robinson. <laughs> yeah, having uh, grown up kind of in the Kansas City area, but on the Missouri side of things, uh, there was a big rivalry that took place, and so uh, to have been kind of a part of you know that from a fan perspective, from a young person's perspective, it's going to be really neat to go back and be in that building uh, on the sideline.
0: Coach Fennell, BYU and KU.
6: Yeah, they're, they're really good. They're really talented, obviously. They have size and shot making and experience. And it's going to be a huge task for us to go in there and get a victory. They're obviously terrific at home. So um, beyond the history, beyond the venue and things like that, just us going in there and
0: playing our game is, is going to be really important. Coach Terry, Fog Allen's like a bucket list for me. Can there be bucket list places for coaches, too?
7: Oh, absolutely. And quick, funny story, prior to, to coaching at BYU, I was coaching in North Carolina. And after my first season, my mom wanted to road trip back drive back to, to Utah, which is about 30 hours. And so we decided to do it. And one of the places we stopped was Kansas City. And we said, hey, let's, let's go up to check out University of Kansas. So we drove up there. And my mom and I snuck in to the gym and got to see it. And it was really cool and historic and, and all that. So it's just really fun to think about having the opportunity to to coach there now and, and, and experience it that way.
0: Now you get to go back on a game day. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, before we hit um, our what happened segment at the very, very end, Coach Fieger, you're almost through your first run in the Big 12 at, with BYU. Uh, is it maybe everything you thought it would be, hoped it would be, anticipated? How's it kind of been that way?
4: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's been unbelievable. Like every single game you're hyped for, you're excited for. You know, the, the fun part is, like, kind of putting the scouting reports together, right? And, you know, we, we played, you know, Cincinnati, and then it was Baylor. And as you're going, you're like, well, every time you're describing one of these guys that you're playing, well, he's got a chance to be an All-American. He's <laughs> an unbelievable player. He's a pro. So that's, that's been the funnest part is just, like, we're playing against the best every single game. And it's, it's something that our players are looking forward to. It's nothing's better.
0: And in the Big 12, uh, we had our first sellout uh, uh, in, in league play against, uh, against uh, Baylor the other night. Actually, second sellout in Big 12, third of the season. And uh, our guy Roxy Bernstein from ESPN, uh, it was, we're going to actually bring up an off-the-air comment he had about the crowd at the Marriott Center. This is our what happened end of the show, by the way. So let's hear what uh, Roxy had to say about uh, the Marriott Center environment on <laughs> Tuesday night against Baylor. Yes, it is what happened. So uh, this is Roxy. It is enormous. <laughs> For an on campus arena. Yes, sellout 17,978 tonight. So yeah, that's just a little off headset talk from Roxy. Just kind of talking to the people back at Bristol, I guess, of what the building is like. It is pretty astounding, isn't it? That an on-campus building can sell out 18,000
1: seats, right, Coach Robinson? Yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic to have Cougar Nation right here supporting us at home. And it's also been really fun to go on the road to the Big 12 and to have Cougar Nation in the building with us the night before games, right, and to be able to come and support. And so we are really, really fortunate to have not just the Rock right, but Cougar Nation all over, right, the country, all over the world, supporting us as we go through this Big 12 season.
0: Last minute of the show, Coach Vanello, someone who's already been with us for a while but new to BYU before this, when you see shots like that and you get to experience now the Big 12, how happy are you to kind of be where you are?
6: Very, yeah, no, it's incredible. Coach made the point about being so fortunate to have that kind of support at home, and, um, you know, I've been really lucky to coach in some places like Michigan State and, Duke and Carolina and Kentucky and things like that. But this place is so, so unique because it is on campus, um, because it is such a raucous student section. Um, it's a really
7: special venue and it's really unique in the country.
0: Merritt Center Magic is a real thing, isn't it, Colin?
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so fun. Just like one of the things I love about it, it is like every team is really good. Yeah. Like every team is really good and you got to bring it every single game and all that. So, uh, the married Center is incredible and a great, great home, home court advantage for us.
0: You guys are all awesome tonight, by the way. Thank you for being back. You guys were back. You were here for the first time. We'll do it again. Thanks to you. Thanks to all of you. Have a great weekend. A great weekend. See you. Thank you. See you.